Hello, this is Dr. No Joke, and you're listening to Click Nosophical Cheddar 2. After last edition's techno in Germany in the 90s, we have a special. We talk about Canada and it's about Toronto and Montreal. And for this occasion, I have some special guests this time. And we will start with Matt and Mark Thibodeau from Toronto. Hello. This first track is from the new compilation from your label, Obsolete Components. It's called OC4. And this track actually is from you, Mark. Can you say something about the compilation and your music and your track? Well, the compilation is um, a collective of friends who've gotten together to deliver some special uh, music um, based on, you know, some concepts. And for this, maybe there's more just a bringing together of our friends for this one to make some more techno-y and housey uh, type music. You know, I'm, I'm influenced by some older, more 90s, uh, Burger Inc. German techno. Yeah, German. some German techno, some German influences. But also, I hear a lot of Detroit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it has, it's obviously a combination of things because we grew up close to the American border. So there's, it brings this flavor a little bit. Tell about uh, something about the collective, how it came up to be a collective, or or how did obsolete components happen? 
Well, um, it started off with uh, Mark and myself and um, my friends, uh, good friends Jacob Thiessen and Scott Stanley. And we wanted to make music that was using this old obsolete technology. Um, and we just wanted our, to kind of have a focus on, like a bit of a nerdy focus on the synthesizers and you know, also the challenge to make sounds with just one machine at a time. And how much can you get out of that one device? And so we were all super uh, inspired and interested by doing it. And uh, we started to get other friends involved as the years went on. But first of all, it was the four of us doing this and just getting together at night, uh, you know, having a, having a wine or a coffee and just yep. exploring these old devices that people discard as old useless. and useless yeah. now. And obsolete, for, right? Obsolete. <laughs> for, us, it's, for us, it was, it's not obsolete. They're useful instruments. When was all that happening? How old were you then when you started that, what you were talking about? Oh, with the, uh, with the label. Uh, yeah, with the label, with, with the people together, you, you're coming together, you said, to, to, to create something with obsolete components, right? Right. And Would have been 2010. We worked with Jacob earlier, but um, this was not even as started as a label at this point. It yeah. was more just getting together and maybe sampling some sounds together. Yeah. And where where on did projects. you do that? In private spaces? Like, like yeah. I'm, I know I was at your studio in, in Toronto and it's pretty impressive, but I can imagine like 20 years ago that was not like this or? No. <laughs> uh, I mean, we I think we, we've bands. always had a lot of synthesizers <laughs> yeah. that we've loved to, to keep and use, but. Yeah. Um, Definitely uh, working in Jacob's basement. Um, we started working together with Jacob in London, Ontario, actually. That's south of Toronto, going closer towards Detroit. And um, we went to recording school together. So some of the ideas of ambient music came from, from even back at this time. Uh, although we don't have any of these here that we'll play tonight, those are definitely some of the songs we will yeah. talk about. Yeah. yeah, I just put on a track now from Jacob, an ambient track. And yeah, I was in three years ago, I was in Mutech, where I also uh, met you in Montreal. Yeah. And you were playing, and I was like at one of the events, and there was a guy playing Jacob Thiessen. I had no idea who that was. And then later, Matthew came in and introduced. Jacob to me that it was one of your friends and I didn't know and I found his performance very impressive and it was sounding something like that. That's a track from him and it's it's called Shoal Lake. Shoal Lake. Shoal Lake.
So, yeah, very beautiful. You told me also, or Jacob told me also, like when we met there at Mutech, that um, he's also working at uh, film. He's a sound engineer and uh, working for film industry. Yes, he, he works on uh, also on uh, game sound for. Ah. Uh, yeah, he's doing sound, also sound effects and fully sound ah. effects wow. for for uh, independent films and some television so, work. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, also you, you mentioned that uh, you have a lot of all this gear already. So when did you start to to get it together? So you're also not so young anymore. So uh, <laughs> um, you told me also that, I don't know, from your early teenage days, you started making electronic music. So yeah. when, when did you start collecting gear? What was your first gear? 1987. 1987, Mark got this synthesizer from Raking Leaves, Mini. from the money from Making Leaves called the Korg Mini Korg 2. Um, and uh, this was the synthesizer that started everything for us. Okay. Um, now you have like hundreds of synthesizers plus modular synthesizers plus and whatever, what is a Neve mixing desk or what is it? And we have a Toft mixing Toft, console. Yeah. And yeah. you have Synclavier yes. and all that crazy stuff yeah. <laughs> that everybody dreams of in a way. <laughs> well, we, we dreamed of it for so long that uh, we just felt, you know, we have to find these things. People don't use them anymore and they're... These obsolete components. Exactly. <laughs> so in, in the 90s, everybody found it obsolete, but today, it's the opposite. Yeah, right? people, are, people are using them it's, again It's now. not obsolete yeah. anymore. Yeah. So you need to change the name of your label. No, no, it's a good concept. <laughs> yeah, sure, it was a joke. Yeah, but of course it's not only about the instruments, it's of course about yeah. the... The, artistry, the musical vision, yes, the artistry, yeah, and making it. But anyway, you have a lot of uh, side projects. So Matt's uh, solo is Altitude, and actually, yeah, we will play an Altitude tr uh, track next. Uh, you have the, together this project Repair with a singer. Yeah, mm -hmm. Don Lewis is the singer. Don Lewis, yeah. so it's more with a pop appeal. Yeah. So and uh, we will play that later, and yeah, so we will. Uh, introduce uh, another track from you. It's called uh, Composition for Abandoned Instruments, Instruments, which is like similar com concept to obsolete components, right? The whole idea behind uh, this series of music that I did is to step away from uh, the techno side of what we do and what I do, which I've been doing for so long and I love it, but um, in the wintertime, things get quiet in Canada and it gets cold and yeah. snowy. Well, this day that I went um, to collect the samples for this song, I went to up by Napanee, which is on the northern part of Lake Ontario, going towards Montreal in February. So it's frozen over, you know, maybe two feet of snow on the ground. Um, but we went to this museum where this man collects old instruments. Ah, that's he finds strange. them in the garbage, he finds them in old schools. Pianos are his, his main focus, but there's also celesta, reed organs, pipe organs, harpsichords. And uh, they were all in like over 200 of these instruments throughout this wow, house. So much. Mm. Yeah, big giant grand pianos and everything. And uh, he did a tour through the house 
of all of these instruments demonstrating them for me. And I said, okay, I'm going to record you demonstrating it, but I would also like the opportunity to touch the instruments myself. That doesn't have to be a musical uh, performance. It can be hitting the side of the instrument or the Just hammer. Just to grab how, how they sound today. Yeah. And they, they have all history in it. Yeah. It's loaded with history of the sound. Yeah, and the strings are detuned on some and, yeah. and whatnot. So I took many, many cole uh, collections of sounds and recorded them while we were going through this four-hour tour and took them back to the studio and then started sampling them into the Synclavier and ah. the emulators ah. in like low bit depth and different pitches and different filters. And I really, um, I really wanted to utilize sampling to get the most out of these tracks. I did some modular processing to the sounds as well, but mostly what you're hearing is the, the samples from this house. Yeah.
Yeah, this is a pretty epic piece. Thank you. <laughs> I love it. Um, you do also other projects uh, that is repair. Uh, well, repair is um, a collective with Don, Matt, and myself. Don is the singer. And uh, we've been together doing stuff, I mean, since high school we were making music together, industrial music at that time, but, um, uh, you know, and of course over the years it has uh, moved towards more housier and more techno-y sort of sounds and even ambient sounds. And um, so, you know, uh, we got involved with... Uh, with um, Compact and Substatic Records years ago to to come back together as a project. And, uh, and this here is a song called October, which we have just finished uh, mixing and recording for our new album. So this is uh, more the pop feel of Mike and Matt Thibodeau, wow. <laughs> it is. <laughs> so uh, you, you told me you, you went to a studio for that, so for me that is like, why did you do that? You have already a fucking great studio. <laughs> well, I mean, we spent a lot of time making the songs in our studio and um, of course producing it with Synclavier and emulators and synthesizers and um, and recording the vocals and doing everything, everything, everything. And then we got to the point where it was, uh, we wanted to just 
bring it somewhere else to have it mixed um, and have a new perspective. Oh, yeah. So we had Roger Levin's um, mix the record. And of course, we were all very, very involved in this part of it too. But like, you know, on a big SSL mixing console and lovely studio full of all kinds of analog synths yeah. too. So he was just the right fit for us. It just gives you different ideas of the dynamics of the sound and how to bring things up and how to change things and make them a little bit uh, a little bit nicer and yeah. also a new experience for us to to work on like a big automated desk like that was just really wonderful. It's, it's a new experience, right? Yes. Yeah. On the OC4, obsolete components number four compilation, there's a guy called Supply Demand. Who's that? Also a guy from Toronto? It's Two guys from Toronto. It's one of them's actually a cousin of ours, uh, Dan Torrance, and uh, his good friend Eric Miles. Um, and uh, they're just also guys that we've, well, my cousin, of course, we've known for a long time, and uh, and Eric, who we've also known for a long time, and they're very much into making music, and we all kind of like you, yeah, like we we get together and and just kind of jam together sometimes as well and they do that quite regularly and uh, we wanted to include them in the whole compilation. Yeah. I think this is uh, some of the passion and the love of this what you do it's it's not only about you it's about the whole network the friends the family even you know yeah. so it was super super nice to have you here and have this insight on you and Toronto and let's listen now at last from these guys supply demand it's a track called no use no use, <laughs> no use. <laughs> so and after that track we will continue with Alishash. Next up in my little studio Boxhagen, I have some wonderful guests from Montreal, Sarah Lamb and Alicia Hash from Hashland. Hello, Bagdad. Hi there, Bagdad. <laughs> Hello, nice to have you here. Please tell us about how it all started, how you met and, and what is Hashlam about and why did you hush, do Hashlam and so on. Once wow. upon a time, <laughs> in a after hours far away. <laughs> Galaxy long ago. Uh, there were two sweaty girls <laughs> dancing very hard. <laughs> 
in a dark, dark after hours. Uh, it's pretty much it. I, uh, I noticed a girl across the room in this kind of... It was at that like intersection after like rave scene hit club culture. It was like a weird little foggy gray zone. A lot of us ended up at this place that just never closed. There's only one of them in Toronto called Comfort Zone. And uh, I saw, yeah, I saw Alicia and she was the only other girl who like just had badass style and was like sweating from head to toe. <laughs> so clearly I, uh, I inched on over and uh, yeah, friendship was born. This was I think maybe 12 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Jury's still out on that. <laughs> well. So let's uh, let's listen first to some music. Yes. So which is the first one? This is called the Hippocampus Backstroke. It's an uh, upcoming release on Sinosure, which oh. should hopefully be out. Mike Shannon's label. Yes, sir. Oh, on vinyl. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh. When is that? Hopefully in the next month. Oop. Yeah. Oh, go for that. Boom. <laughs> It's a brilliant track. I love Thank it. Thank you. Good groove. Thank you. Sarah, you are like were involved in a thing called Sound in Motion in Toronto. Can you can you tell me about that? Sure can, Vogden. What's about a time in a galaxy long ago? <laughs> no, um, there was a moment in Toronto where there was no summer festivals going on. Um, Alicia and I have been promoting for some years at that point, just throwing like small, kind of minimal parties, just trying to represent the music that we were into. And yeah, it was like a clear gap in the city. Um, and I hooked up with this amazing crew uh, called Studio Feed, awesome group of people who are really kind of dedicated to building sustainability in the music system. Um, we locked in and I pitched this idea of doing a festival. So we put together a not-for-profit festival, uh, no commercial, what is it? No, no bad guy sponsors. Is that a no thing? Bad yeah, no bad guy sponsors. Um, and we brought in a lot of music that was just, hadn't been heard before, which for me is like, It's at the core of promoting. It's like, let me show you something. It's fucking cool um, and new and interesting. Uh, so we, we did this and it was like volunteer run. 
so many hearts and minds uh, kind of came together on that. But it was just a lie for two years or three. It was for two years, yeah. Only. Yeah, but but that? well, you know, uh, when we came out with ours, so did great. two massive commercial festivals came out in the same summer. So it went from um, it went from zero festivals to three in the same summer. And um, yeah, it's just you know what? It's all time and place, and uh, everyone moves to a different groove in their own way. And uh, our groove wasn't really a match for hmm. Toronto in the Anymore, end. It seemed, yeah. yeah. Um, advantage us, we built a incredible network of friends and musicians, and it's pretty much why I'm here with you today, Bogdan. Um, so we built something really beautiful that's had all kinds of ripple effects. But it hit the point at the end of year two where I just. You know, I made myself a promise that I would uh, surround my thing, myself by things that inspire me always, and Montreal was more of a source for of inspiration for yeah. me. So I just so picked now, up. So now, yeah, now yeah. you live in Montreal. I do. Alicia, so you, Alicia went you first. You left Toronto for that I reasons. I did. Alicia came first uh, with Jesse. I had a ton of friends here doing amazing things, and I was just super jazzed up about the town. So there was already a network existing in, yeah. in Montreal. Yeah, yeah. You were already connected to We're right? fucking nomads, man. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> but I know this collective, and I know it's a magic. Yeah, yeah. you got to be willing to move. Um, and yet at the same time, like, we're not fixed in any one place. Our spirit uh, extends beyond geography, yeah. I think. Okay, let's listen to another track from Alicia. It's like uh, Whippersnapper. This is Whippersnapper, also coming out on the uh, Sonoja release. Oh my! <laughs> so many exclusives tonight. <laughs> in Montreal and you're involved in diverse projects or what are you planning right now? What are you doing right now in Montreal and why are you here? Well, uh, after a pretty successful first release, we are getting ready to fall into number two 
which is going to be, Sarah, would you like to tell? Uh, yeah, it's actually a really exciting project because uh, I had the good fortune of heading out to Wales for a free rotation festival about a year back. Searching for some meaning, uh, feeling a little bit seamed out, I was able to hit a fucking proper festival. It's doing it right on all the right fronts. The guy who heads this project up is called Stevie O, so naturally we came uh, we came ser- searching for him. Uh, he played Mutech this year. We had an opportunity to hang out, to get some kitchen chats and some good vibes going. So he's going to uh, generously release on our next record. We're going to have uh, two amazing guys, Matt and Mark Thibodeau, who I think you had here, Bogdan. Um, it's going to be a bit of a remix project. So Stevie O releases one, one of the Thibodeau's remixes. How's it going? The Thibodeau releases one, and then Tom Ellis is going to remix. So it's a little hodgepodge affair, but it's definitely a head nod to people who are who are um, doing amazing stuff and who we feel uh, we feel we want to share to as many people as possible. So mm-hmm. yeah, so yeah. Thanks for being here. But uh, at last, we would uh, I would like to play a track from uh, Felicia Lash, which is a different project from us. Yes. And you actually did a project together with Wicklow, Mike Dean, mm-hmm. which is the next guest we have mm-hmm. here. Perfect. So uh, can you like also talk about this little collaboration or It's something? Just, It's uh, important things to say. It's uh, hopefully going to be number three, uh, no, number four, release number four. And uh, uh, I don't know, Wicklow and I, we just, we just flow. We just flow. Yeah. It, it's really... Let's flow. Let's flow. <laughs> <laughs> They're my two favorite most people, most favorite people in the whole world. <laughs> In the studio, there is uh, Mike Dean, aka Wicklow, and Patrick Trudeau, aka Diagraph from Montreal again. Hello. Hi, Bogdan. Thanks for having us. And what's the reason you're here in Berlin? It's liquid architecture. What is liquid architecture? Well, so uh, liquid architecture is uh, its basically an immersive uh, show, audiovisual show for domes and planetariums. And we're currently on a tour, uh, taking it to various locations around uh, Europe and also Dubai. Yeah, so we just presented at the uh, Zeiskos Planetarium on Thursday, it's the 28th, uh, and it's cool. Uh, it's a project that's really evolved a lot for both of us, um, so that this, that this is kind of almost going towards a version two by this point. Yeah, so uh, 
I was wondering that you uh, worked together. So for me, that was like, wow, a surprise. Like, um, how did you come together for this project? Well, I think it happened very naturally uh, through uh, shared connections and a shared network in Montreal. Uh, we did a show at Mutech uh, a few years ago. And, um, 2015, I think. And it, it went very well. So we, we always just uh, pursued further collaborations. Okay, um, let's have a little listen to uh, some music you created for the show. So this, this track is called Shaking the Head and Entire Body. Body. <laughs> For our listeners here to get a more um, concrete impression of it, can you tell us more about the context and the background of liquid architecture? Well, liquid architecture is, is kind of the idea that uh, if we look at uh, architecture, it's the manifestation of our, of our physical space, of our physical reality. And so liquid architecture would be the architecture of um, almost our, our virtual reality or our dream reality. And so it's always in a, a state of flux or even a state of impossibility, uh, something that would be impossible in the physical world. And so we visually and auditively, I suppose, travel through these various these various landscapes, uh, these these dream landscapes. You know, one, one quote I remember, I can't even remember who it came from, so uh, I might have to search for it, but there was a quote that came across that really connected things, I think, for both of us, and it was, architecture as frozen music. Um, so mm -hmm. to explore that in, in both through uh, visuals and sound and to have that sort of as a, a connecting point for both uh, some of these structures that uh, Pat's uh, referring to, uh, as well as uh, from a sonic perspective, it, it, to me, it was a very natural way for the two to come together. And so we use a lot of um, interesting uh, structures. We use uh, real world structures, uh, real world architecture, and it's also mixed into uh, science fiction, futuristic, uh, created architecture, dream architecture, and it all kind of mixes together in this mm -hmm. way. Yeah, and uh, actually you play also in a music collective you don't do only visuals you do also music yes it's like orbital orbital mechanics mechanics yes. it's together with uh, it's with uh, phil rushford in montreal yeah. and um yeah it's it's a very interesting project That's, as well yeah because I, i i feel like it's connected also to that one although you don't do the music for liquid architecture for me orbital mechanics has some qualities which you explain just is i i feel it's also in there well i feel we have a, a shared aesthetic
Uh, so your orbital mechanics, for how long does it exist and what you were aiming oh, for? Again, like, I, I, yeah, so I've got, I can't, I'm not sure how many years we've been to this, maybe five. I have a funny relationship with time, basically, but... Um, <laughs> But it's a very interesting project. With, uh, with there's even a third partner, Hassan Rizé, who handles Hi. our generative visuals when we perform live. And um, even in liquid architecture, right? He did programming. He did a lot of the the, the code, uh, yeah. the writing, the JLSL code for uh, for liquid architecture. Yeah. So you know, there's these partnerships are all interconnected in some way. And what you're listening to here is uh, it's unreleased work, it's unfinished work even. But I think it's it's going to be um, an ambient mini album actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was kind of a jam in the studio, or? Uh, well, no, actually, this was um, just a, a, an exercise. It started as an exercise where I, I wanted to uh, go against all my instincts. And uh, mm-hmm. so to uh, use only certain instruments, for example. Uh, and also, I usually make very long tracks. We usually make these these tracks that last eight, nine minutes. And so this idea was to make all these short tracks uh, that last two or three minutes. And to use only uh, sine waves uh, and leaps, and to use only certain instances of uh, software um, and no percussion so and it became this mini uh, uh, this mini album called um, uh, music for uh, stargates yes. and so what you're listening to here is actually all those little tracks linked together yeah and while we while we're listening to the let's uh, talk about your partner in liquid architecture mike so he's uh, of course also doing a lot of different stuff like Since I know him three years ago, I just met him. He stayed together with some friends of mine, and immediately I liked him. But then I found out, oh, he's also a DJ. But then I, I found out, oh man, he played at Mutech, and he, he's also a fucking great uh, life. Like, I was very impressed. So yeah, and then he came sometime to Berlin, and we had a good time together. Uh, yeah, now I want to like present you also Wicklow, and um, yeah, would like to know from you what you were like doing. I know you had a radio show. Is it still going? Or you made installations? You studied music, and yeah, what's what's your interest in music, and what are you doing with Liquid Architecture or right now? Okay, let's pretty go, complex question. Let's I go know. through those one at a time. <laughs> uh, the radio show uh, actually, it's really it's transformed and it's still going, um, and. It's funny, you have a lot of us involved in this show right now, but it's uh, there's a collective show that now exists called Low Signal on CKUT 90.3 FM in C- uh, in Montreal, and that involves, uh, well, it's a, it's a bit constantly changing, but you heard from Alicia and uh, Sarah earlier. Uh, also, Anatone has been involved in that as well. We have uh, Patrick Trudeau has come in and out. Uh, all, life members, uh, we never know. Well, are you going to come back? Yeah, Maybe. of course. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> Philip Rochefort, uh, Dominic Chagno uh, Dao, or also known as Dao. Um, it's a show, in the radio show, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So, uh, well, yeah. But let's talk about also about our, your other ideas about right. installations or... Right, that's that's number two. So yeah. number two, uh, uh, one of my other projects right now is with a visual artist named Push One Stop, or I would say a new media artist. She's always interested in uh, different avenues. Uh, the tr- the project is called Membrane. So we've just started to tour that right now, and that's a, a concept that's been built a little bit about trying to to bring uh, the virtual world into the physical. And there are uh, volumetric projections that are uh, shown on a transparent screen uh, and that hang in the air with, uh, with fog. And then we've created a uh, generative system that we, we interact with 
So it's a it's a real time show that never really comes out the same way. Yeah. What what is the show name? It's called uh, Membrane Algorithmic Performance for Transparent Materials. Ah, uh, yeah. Hopefully, it will be shown all over the world. <laughs> yeah. Well, we just presented in Nantes, France, in on uh, last week, two weeks ago. Also losing track of time here. Okay. Yeah. Let's have a listen to Wicklow now. This is your solo. Yeah, I'll introduce this one's actually greatly influenced from you and some of the music that you've oh. shown me. I've been trying to uh, really dig into a more a emotional aspect of music uh, lately. So uh, this one's called Smoke, Heat and Ashes off my last release with Abandoned Audio.
wonderful piece. So yeah, let's talk about um, or what are you involved with other things also? I know you're like regular VJ at Mutech and stuff like this, but there's possibly lots of other stuff. Uh, yeah, no, I have uh, a lot of projects going on right now, and, and they're all variously interconnected in all different ways. Uh, my start in this was always as a, as a VJ and a visual artist first, although that came from a, a filmmaking background. And, um, and so uh, in uh, creating soundtracks for films, uh, then I also started to dabble in making music, and then in making music, then it, it went back the other way to, to the images. Um, and so right now I've got the, the musical projects, I've got uh, the VJing, I've got a very interesting project also in Montreal uh, when I return where I'm doing sound design for a laser installation. Um, and oh. then there's, there's these tours going on right now uh, in Europe and Dubai. Uh, and eventually going back to um, uh, Utec Mexico. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, looks like a tight schedule. Always. <laughs> Always. Yeah, so you're well like immersed in the whole scene in, in Montreal. Is yes. Pa particular special venues you work with or not, artists or collectives? Not venues so much. We would be remiss if we didn't mention uh, Mutech Festival because a lot of the impetus for these projects uh, comes from them. A lot of my traveling comes through them. So for example, I was fortunate enough to play Mutech Japan uh, and every year uh, oh. Mutech Mexico, mm -hmm. uh, which is just a, a beautiful addition that happens in Mexico City. Um, so the, and the other thing is uh, this loose collective that we have in Montreal. Phil and I run a, a studio along with Jean-Patrice Rimillard, mm -hmm. uh, who you might know as the artist Fique. Fique, yeah. And so he's that's just another connector of all these people and all these projects. Yeah, this is actually the first time I connected to Montreal and Canada. It's via his label Archipel. Yes. Yeah. So this was for me. I mean, for me, it was always in my life like Canada. Oh, one day I have to go to Canada. Mm -hmm. And then I built up this connection through Archipel. Archipel was also Canada, which was for me, wow. Seemed exotic. And then I, I was happy to get in contact with Sarah and Alicia. And I was even more impressed when I was there and get to know all you guys, you know, all this magic there. And I see how fucking great artists you all are. And um, I appreciate mostly the vision. This I think is like there's something going on in Montreal. There's a, there's a definite a cultural artistic bubbling and it's one of the things yeah. that makes the city genuinely interesting. It reminds me very much to Berlin as well. Also the vibe in Montreal. It's very like relaxed, chilled, cultural, creative. Yes, I've heard that as well. Super, super. And I'm getting that yeah. feeling from Berlin now. Yeah. So. Uh, let's listen to some more music from uh, Wicklow and Fake Electronics. Fake Electronics is our good friend Jesse or Anatone. But would you like to yeah, tell about this track or collaboration? It's, I think it's, we, it has to be mentioned, you're talking about kind of the community and collective, collective aspects of uh, some of the, the, our whole music relationships. And um, you mentioned New Tech and also uh, some of the things happening in the city. It just really blows my mind to be uh, involved or implicated in with all the artists that are happening around me in Montreal and also in Berlin and the crossover. It goes beyond a single geographical location. But the amount of influence that comes from all of these people that you actually interact with. So to me, collaboration, is, as you're hearing from some of the projects I've been involved with, with Pat here, with, uh, uh, with Kadzi, aka Push One Stop, and this track with uh, Jesse and the track with Alicia. Uh, it's, it's just uh, it's something quite powerful and quite inspirational. Yeah, one artist I, I have to say that has really influenced me this year, I saw Lean Cacho at Mutech. 
yeah, it's this constant uh, cycle of seeing somebody being inspired and then and then wanting to work with them or wanting to uh, make something new because of something else that you saw created yeah. by someone else. Yeah. You told me also one of the tracks we played earlier from Altitude, this composition for abandoned instruments that inspired you to something also. Yeah, big time. We the last one you played for me was "Smoke, Heat, and Ashes" from the Abandon Audio label. Uh, that there, that was greatly influenced by that track. It was yeah. funny to see that on the track list because, uh, like I was saying about the emotional aspect, that 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 track composition for Abandoned Instruments it really got me the first time I heard that track. Uh, so shouts out there to uh, Altitude.
So we're coming to the end of the show. This was Clicknosophical Cheddar Number Two. Thanks to my wonderful guests Matt and Mark Tibido from Toronto, then Wicklow and Diagraph, aka Liquid Architecture, from Montreal, and as well Alicia Hush and Sarah Lamb from Hush Lamp. So everybody out there, take care and bye bye. <laughs>